Let's talk about how fear and insecurity are related and what we can do about that when we live into our faith, into the promise of God. It's Black History Month, and every Black History Month, I reread a book or two. The book I'm reading this year is Jesus and the Disinherited by Howard Thurman. I've read it before, but I wanted to read it again. I just finished reading his chapter on fear. He talks about fear as as a live thing, as as almost another person in his life. He grew up in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, and so he experienced a lot of fear as part of his childhood, and it trained him to participate in society in a particular way. It trained him to talk or to act in a particular way as sort of a safety mechanism, he says. It's a way of protecting himself. Which got me to thinking, insecurity of all kinds is what causes our fear. Now, I think a lot of us experience fear. I've been reading lately about how anxiety, which is a cousin to fear, is the number one mental health complaint in society, that our children especially are experiencing higher levels of anxiety and fear than they ever have. And arguably, our world is safer than it's ever been. The statistics I saw recently said that violent crime has been ticking down steadily since the 90s, and so we are safer than we've ever been. We know more than we used to. Maybe we're exposed to some things that we don't need to be exposed to, but either way, fear has become a dominant part of our lives. It's become part of our identity as people. We have this belief in our society that fear is wrong, that you have to be strong, you can't be afraid. You can't act like you're vulnerable or acknowledge that you're vulnerable. And so one of the steps is just recognizing that all human people, all of us, every one of us, is insecure and vulnerable at times. The more insecure you are in your position, the more insecure you are about something, the more likely you are to be afraid of it. My son had surgery a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, I guess six weeks ago. And my husband and I have been living in fear of the medical bill. Because <laughs> ultimately, we're going to have to pay it, right? Whatever it is, we have to pay it. It's not like we can say, oh, no, just kidding. We don't need to pay that. And we don't have a lot of say in how much that ends up costing us. We needed to do the surgery, but we are insecure <laughs> in our ability to rise to the medical debt that will come, right? And the bill is on its way. And so we live in fear of being able to pay that. Now that's such a minor example because we'll be able to pay it, it'll be fine. But many of us experience that kind of fear when it comes to things like medical debt because it's something you have to do, it's something you have to take on. And yet that insecurity of whether you're gonna be able to meet that debt causes us fear and anxiety. Now lots of people experience fear and anxiety in lots of different places. In a slightly more serious version of that story, many women feel insecure and are afraid when they are walking alone in parking lots. We've heard stories. We've been told from young ages to protect yourself, to be aware, to be vigilant. I get a little bit of fear every time I walk down a staircase, like in a big building by myself where the door is shut on each end because you are in an uniquely vulnerable position. It's a place where you don't have the opportunity to run if you need to, you're kind of blocked in. Because you're isolated and alone, you're vulnerable. 
The truth is vulnerability, insecurity, our fear are all linked. And yet Jesus tells us over and over and over again in the Bible, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. I am here. I am with you. And yet Jesus is not with me in that stairwell when I'm afraid. And so what are we to understand? How are we to approach this attitude of vulnerability, this experience of a lack of power in any given situation? The first is to realize that as a human being, fear is a natural response. It's part of who we are. We have a response. There's a reason Jesus has to say, do not be afraid so many times. It is normal for us to experience a fear when we're in vulnerable situations, when we're insecure. And so by recognizing that it's normal to experience fear, the insecurity and the vulnerability is what's causing the fear is a good first step because we can then acknowledge that, yeah, we are insecure about X, Y. We are insecure or vulnerable in this situation. We don't always know X or Y about something, and that is causing us to have a response of fear. And as soon as you have a response of fear, you can do things like plan ahead. Like We've been saving up for months for this surgery so that we wouldn't be caught unaware with that bill can prepare ahead of time. So that helps us to be a little less vulnerable, a little less afraid. But there's a lot of stuff that happens in our lives. There's a lot of things that happen to us over which we have no control. And so it is helpful in those situations to remember that we are not the only ones experiencing that lack of control, that everybody who goes through these situations also experiences those things. God is there in the midst of that. It's in the gathering of community, of like-minded, like-experienced folks that we often most acutely see and hear God's voice. No, we cannot escape life without experiencing fear. We will have moments and times where fear is the natural and normal response to what we're going through. But if we can remember that we are part of a community, a community brought together by the Spirit and by God, then we know we don't have to be quite so vulnerable quite so alone in our walking. We can gather in the support of the community that God has called together for that purpose. And remember that we are one. We are not afraid, not because we can be strong or slay the dragon by ourselves. We are not afraid because we are not alone. We are one of many saints walking in the light of God. God bless.